And the show has started. There you go. Greetings, chub, chub maidens and chub mates. Chubaholics. What about okay, that? Great. Yeah. I just drank a sip of wine. I'm a chubaholic. Oh, there you go. Oh. What, so what, Jared? He doesn't get the man card pulled on him? It's just me? Uh, we actually, uh, Pat, this actually happened probably like two years ago. Uh, it was a discussion with little Stevie where Chubstep made an official statement that drinking wine is no longer man card. Okay, so go back within the last two years and tell me you never pulled the man card on me with wine. No, I have not. I'm telling you. Not since little Stevie was on it. People can check. If you want to go back through the records and find me a time where I called man card for drinking wine after the time little Stevie was on where we discussed it, I will pay you $40. That's my rate. Okay. So just to clarify, you were $40. Well, well, somebody was, somebody's going to figure that out for you. Or you like the Catholic church. You just change the rules as you go. I oh I think I'm allowed to evolve. I think the like the way you can tell a somebody who's you know always changing and always growing is somebody that's able to evolve their opinions on things. And my official opinion on wine originally was man card. Uh, after discussing with little Stevie, uh, it has decided no longer man card. I can't remember why we decided and switched it, but at one point it was the decision of me on Chubstep that wine was man card and no longer the case. Yeah. So anyway, I recently was told I have no table etiquette okay. when it comes to eating dinner. Um, apparently you're supposed to take one bite at a time, like cut one piece of meat, take yeah. one bite, then take one sip of wine, and do that all over again. I've always cut the whole steak up and ate it oh, as oh I no. pleased. Oh no! But oh. apparently, I'm, you know, a mutant from another planet for doing that. <laughs> I'm barbaric, absolutely barbaric. Yeah. So now I have to. It, my dinner takes you know a hundred times longer because I'm like, oh, take a bite, oh, little sip here. By the time we... I'm halfway through my steak, my glass of wine is gone. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the only reason I could see doing that, Pat, is cutting it all up at once is for speed. Because if you do it that way, you can actually get cold faster by cutting it up first. But I know what you're saying it is more efficient to do it that way. But then you had to eat it fast, and eating fast is apparently not part of etiquette. You had to eat really slow. Uh, yeah. Well, this is all news to me. So I was told this recently. And who, okay. yeah, <laughs> was this a family or non-family that was telling you this? This was a, this was a family sit-down dinner. I feel like 
they've probably seen you eat hundreds of times and this has never been brought up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm just like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you know the proper silverware placement order? Um, you know, so I used to be a bus boy. And so I used to know how to do this, but I don't remember. I think it went like um, knife, salad fork, big fork. No. No, your spoon go. You're way off. It goes napkin, salad fork, dinner fork, dinner plate, dinner knife, teaspoon, then soup spoon. (laughs) Teaspoon. The teaspoon is uh, your standard spoon. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the it's the one you would measure like a you think of as a tablespoon because you're also uncultured. Oh yes, yes, I forgot that. I forgot about that. You know what was also very unsafe about being a busboy? We used to actually carry steak knives in our back pocket to cut off the like paper on the tables. Like, oh, what if one of us tripped? <laughs> yeah, it sounds bad. Get stabbed in the ass. No kidding. Yeah, that's <laughs> or right through the kidney. Yeah, yeah, that's what teenagers do. Yeah, the the risk of people don't talk about how dangerous busboying is. They talk about you know firemen, police officers, people in the army. They don't talk about busboys. Oh yeah, my never, god, the, I've never seen a fireman <laughs> get a knife wound. <laughs> the worst busboy story I have is somebody like cleaned up a table and handed me like the tray, and there was way too many plates and glasses, and like the plates were stacked with like salad dressing and all that. Yeah, and. Mm. I, like, didn't trip, but, like, I stumbled, and one of the plates went flying onto someone else's table and just shattered. Oh. <laughs> and the owner of the restaurant was sitting at a table not far away. Oh, of course. So I was like, of oh, course. sweet. And, yeah, he was a real prize. So Did he, uh, did they comp the meal for those people? I don't know, but all I can tell you is that is the one job I ever got fired from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it for the, was it for that? No, I was told I rolled my eyes too much. Shocking. That's fair. Too sassy. Dude, I was like 17. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to expect it. You got to expect it. I wanted to do some follow-ups on previous episodes. Pat, you were talking the other day, and you were trying to figure out the guy that I was at a bachelor party with, is what you were saying, that I should have been calling Big Hoss. Do you remember this? And I and we cannot figure yep. out who you were talking about. Yes, I remember this. So it was not a bachelor party. It was at the wedding I was at. There was a guy that we were calling oh. Gaston. Uh, that, ah, that was a big right. Italian guy. That was like you know a little shorter than me, a personal trainer guy. Yeah, he would be a perfect big hoss. Big hoss. Yeah. It was Gaston. Yes, Gaston. Hoss walked me off at the crick. Yep. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, Steed Steed found a recent Facebook example of some people using the word "big hoss" in a conversation, and he sent that to me. I appreciated that. Oh yeah, yeah. I was drinking when I did that, so yeah. I forgot until there you just go. now. There you go. Um, and oh, I, I got a follow up too. Yeah, this is a sad follow up. So, okay. do you have any more? I had one more question for you, Steed, but you can you can go yours first. You can do yours okay. First. I'll do my sad follow up. Everybody, bust out your tissues. Um, if you have a loved one close or maybe like a pet, hold them close. Um, cause I am you, going to goldfish died. No, it's worse than that. Um, 
Magawa, Tanzania's hero rat, has passed away at the age of eight. Oh, what? No. no. I know. I know. No. This this was the rat that um, detected over a hundred landmines. Yes. In, sorry, seventy one. Over uh, hundreds of unexploded things in Cambodia. Um, Tanzanian trained. This rat was awarded a gold medal for heroism yeah. um, from the Animal Society. Uh, retired last year, and then he died this year. I hope he enjoyed his retirement at least. I yeah. I hope I, they let him breed. Yeah, hopefully they did. That would be that'd be a good move. Yeah, yeah I don't he's know. Obviously, a top-notch rat. Yeah, that's the kind of rats we need around the city, not these bullshit rats that we end up getting that just eat food and scare people. Eat garbage and see a person, and they're like, I got to run at those feet. We need more Magawa. We need more Ratatouille rats, and then we're, we'll be set. Yeah, if I had a Ratatouille rat, I'd he'd be shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe not Ratatouille. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Well, they can sniff my bombs, but they can't sniff my freedom. soup. Okay. <laughs> Not rats, but I think I've brought this up before. I think people who have pet mice are really strange. Yeah, I, I had pet rats as a kid. Pet rats? Yeah, they're pretty cute, actually. Pass. They, like, go in your hand. Pass. They run up and down your shirt. If I could put ten mice in my pants at once for $1,000, I would. Do I have to continue? Oh, you're going you're gonna to pass. Yeah, Pat, the mice, I only see people have mice when they're feeding, like, their reptiles. But, they're snake. Yeah, they're snakes. And that but... itself is pretty graphic. I saw that happen once when I was getting a tattoo. The guy, yeah. okay, we walk into this, this was, like, not an ordinary tattoo place. Like, this was, like, a friend of a friend. Yeah. And um, we go into this place. The guy opens the door with a big-ass, like, yellow snake around his neck. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. uh, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm just getting ready to feed him. So puts him in the tank and then feeds him the mouse. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch this, but let's just, like, get it over with. Yeah. It's kind of like you're always afraid to get punched until you actually get punched. And then, like, you're never afraid to get punched again. That's so not like, true. Well, I mean, it depends on the size of the person. Yeah, <laughs> I've been punched and I don't want to get punched again. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not as bad as you yeah. think it is. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um yeah, I witnessed that happen and it was just like it was like slowly getting closer towards it. I'm like, oh god, here it comes, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> and then like it doesn't even swallow it right away, like it strangles it, kills it, and no. then it eats it. Yeah. Don't love that. Don't love Stop that. Out there. <laughs> this guy asked me if he's like you can't drink because I don't want blood flowing out of you. But if you want to smoke, I think he called it a scuba duber. He's like, that's cool with me. I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> at the time I didn't smoke. So I was like, uh, that, that's okay. Scuba duber. The guy that's giving tattoos owning a snake is the least surprising thing I've heard. Yeah, uh, my, I trust my him o- more. My other tattoo artist, his name was Wolf. That's a little more surprising <laughs> to me. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah he had um, purple hair and a small ponytail. Nice guy. Just it. I don't know. He gave me the tattoo that I'm getting removed. So oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Steed, one of my other follow-ups was you mentioned Meatbone, and you you might have talked about it briefly on the show before, but you also 
mentioned Meatbone is a family Thanksgiving tradition for your family, and I, I needed details on that. I didn't explain Meatbone. I you mentioned it briefly, and somebody else sent me a text saying, "What is?" I actually had multiple people say, "What is Meatbone?" <laughs> so it's not just Thanksgiving; it's pretty much every um, gathering. Well, okay. not it's like Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, anytime we find a meat bone at a gathering, yeah, uh, like at my dad's wedding, um, we did we did meat bone. Uh, so you get a bone of meat. Uh, this Thanksgiving was from prime rib. Uh, everyone's around the table, and you just start chanting meat bone, meat bone, meat bone, like smashing the table. It gets louder. And then somebody bites a big chunk of meat off the bone. Then, you know, there's a roar of, uh, uh, you know, applause. And then the next person gets in. You chant meat bone. And then you pass the meat bone around. And everybody takes a bite out of the meat bone. Okay. And so everybody's just, yeah, you pass around this thing, (laughs) literally a bone with meat on it, until the last person is done? Yep. (laughs) And that's that's meat bones. Okay, so it's pretty self-explanatory I, now that you said it. Yeah, I don't know how exactly it started. It was a few years ago. Uh, we had a bone of meat, and it just happened. I feel like that is what uh, people that grew up in like a vegan household think that people that eat meat <laughs> do every holiday. <laughs> like. These savages killing yeah. cows and eating meat off their bones. Yeah. No, it's just my family. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Well, uh, yeah, that's meat bones. Thank you. Thank you for the explanation. What was her job? Tables. What do you mean? Guys, what I say. Her job is so confusing. The job isn't important. It's just a generic job that the writers of this made up for this but what is the generic job just tables uh i could talk about breaking my face yeah let's hear about your face being broken okay um so i currently have uh this happened thursday but uh today being tuesday i have like a gash across like in between my eyebrows i have a bruise on each of my cheeks a bruise on my chin and I chipped two of my front teeth. Ooh. Oh, my God. Um, simply because I was walking outside, I slipped on some ice. And when I went to catch myself, this was like one of those like tall iron gates you see in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Landed smack dab in the middle. That like knocked me out. So then the tooth part, like I landed like mouth first onto the cement. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. And so... Like, you know, I guess I could, like, have a cool nickname now, like Chip or Fang <laughs> or something like yeah. that. But um, the two teeth that are chipped, like, honestly, you couldn't tell unless I pointed it out to you. Like, I just noticed it yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm missing part of my tooth. Oh, and then God. I'm like, oh, I'm missing the tiny part of my other tooth. Um, the only downside so far is sometimes when I say things, a bit of a whistle comes out. Oh no. Yeah. So that's not cool. But um so I got in a fight with the concrete. I like to say that I won because I walked away and the concrete's still there. <laughs> yeah. Concrete's still standing well. You know, Good I, attitude, it's man. still lying down. 
Good actor. Were you drinking? No. What? Zero drinking involved? asking me that. It was a Thursday. I had work on Friday. Look, that's... Yeah, well, you gotta get you checked out then. So my teeth don't feel loose, but they hurt. It's no, weird. I'm talking you might have, like, vertigo or something. Yeah, you might you just, just want to tell people like you were drinking. On ice, Paul, wearing gym shoes? No. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll let you know right now. I've never fallen on ice. Uh, okay. Well, that's awesome, Mountain Man. I have. I, yep. <laughs> yeah, Pat. I watched my girlfriend fall on ice last week. It was pretty funny. Pat, do you not have, you were wearing gym shoes, so you don't, you didn't have, like, boots and stuff for the winter? No, I have a pair of boots, Jared. I just felt like wearing gym shoes. I was only going to a gas station that was four blocks away. Okay. Yeah, boots are uncomfortable sometimes, you know, it lugging was like them around. Most of, most of the snow was melted at this point, and I just didn't see it, I guess. But like I said, I caught myself. It was just like I caught myself too late. Oh. You caught yourself with your face on a fence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... How long do you think you were passed out? Like, do you think you woke up pretty instantly, or were you out for a little bit? I wasn't out at all, Jared. You I said got you up passed right out, and was like, "What the hell?" Uh, oh, I thought you said the fence knocked you out. Yeah, that—that that is what you said, Pat. Knocked me down. Oh, well, oh. You, you said out, but <clears throat> yeah, okay, play it back, Jared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, I will Somebody's play it back, and one of us is going to be right, or one of us is going to be wrong. But it's hard to do while we're recording, so we'll find out. This was like one of those like tall iron gates you see in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Landed smack dab in the middle. That like knocked me out. So then that like knocked me out. So then that like knocked me out. So then. Okay. Just try and make every story I say sound stupid. I, I wasn't trying to make it sound stupid. I, I, no, I literally... no, no, it's fine, Jared. I just won't talk anymore. You I just missed, do the it, rest of the show. I just heard you. you I will know, speak when spoken to. Okay. <laughs> That's what, okay. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, Pat. Uh, let's hope for a speedy recovery. Or not, because you look bad at you. Look, nobody's going to mess with you while your face is like that. So that is one positive. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I got a steed science. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. This was requested by the dad in my dreams. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my dad asked multiple times if he was the dad in your dreams, and you said no. It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So he did request it. Um. In this world is made up of matter. And those matters behave with each other in certain ways. And that, students, is chemistry. Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those different matters behave amongst each other in different ways. And that, children, is steed science. And today's Steed Science is on Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. And this uh, Steed Science, while a simple science portion, it goes deeper than you might think. Oh, shit. 
Oh yeah, a lot of research, a lot of research uh, being had on this. Uh, I got into a little wormhole. Oh god, <laughs> who would have known? Pop rock, simple candy. Yeah. Uh, the history of pop rocks is pretty wild. Uh, it involves uh, cereal advertising, death, um, fingers, <laughs> no. and more. Okay, perfect. <laughs> it gets very wild. Perfect. Okay, so first I'm going to break down uh, the science of pop rocks. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, Pop Rocks is candy. It pops in your mouth. Feels great. But how does it work? Well, let me tell you. Pop Rocks, just like any other candy, basically sugar, corn syrup, lactose, which I think is other sugar, and then um, more sugar. So it's just a bunch of sugar. Okay. Right? So the way they made it in the 70s when it came out is they would, like, boil the sugar to, like, 300 degrees and stir it up. Um, and it's, like, this molten sugar lava. And then they would uh, combine it with carbon dioxide gas. Yep. So it's pressurized uh, gas, I guess. Okay. And then it – or they pressurize the sugar – and then they, it cools, so all the water is boiled off in this sugar lava. And then they smash it with sledgehammers to make it into the tiny pieces. Yeah. Um, and then you're left with the sugar, which c- contains little trapped carbon dioxide, pressurized carbon dioxide. And when you put it in your mouth, your mouth heat melts the sugar and releases the pressurized carbon dioxide gas, which makes it go pop. Cool. Yeah, so that's how it works. It's easy. They just pressurize the sugar. Okay. Now, have you ever heard of Mikey from the Life Cereal advertisement in the 1970s? No, I have not. (laughs) So Pop Rocks uh, came out in 1975, I think. The first go. Okay. It was sweep, Sweep in the Nation. Everybody loves it, right? They made... $450 $450 million in Pop Rock sales in the first year. Wow. Yeah. That's big money. Yeah. They made a billion, a billion packets of Pop Rocks. Insane. And this is just for the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, there was a TV commercial in the 70s, insanely popular. Uh, there was a little kid named Mikey, and he said, I like life. And he was talking about life cereal. Okay. So he's a Child actor, Life Zero commercial. Yeah. Um, somehow, I didn't get to the start of this urban legend, but an urban legend started that the kid from the Life commercial died when he ate six packets of Pop Rocks and then drank six Coca-Colas. His <laughs> stomach exploded. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this is before the internet or anything, so yeah. this is literally just, like, word of mouth sweeps across the country like the kid's mom was getting calls like i'm sorry about your kid and she's like what are you talking about my kids <laughs> at the park kid. check on them yeah <laughs> like literally everyone in america just like told each other that mikey from the life commercial died even though he didn't even do a it, he had nothing to do with pop rocks he had nothing to do with pop rocks <laughs> I, like i couldn't find out where it started but he had nothing to do with pop rocks um and the rumor started that he died. And they said it, like, destroyed sales. 
like it, it everybody what? thought pop rocks could kill you so it destroyed <laughs> sales and they ended up having to like destroy like they couldn't sell any other candy wow they destroyed like hundreds of millions of packets of pop rocks oh my god and they like went out of business and they ended up so they made like whatever hundreds of millions of dollars and they ended up losing like 50 million wow overall because of the, the they this weird rumor also uh so the rumor is one thing but they also had candy jobbers to deal with that sounds bad. I don't know what that is. You want to know what a, a candy yes. jobber is? Yes, please. A, can, a candy jobber is somebody that buys the candy in like the West Coast, and it wasn't released on the East Coast. So they uh, would buy the candy over there and sell it for more on the East Coast. Ooh, secondary market. And they called, they called them candy jobbers. <laughs> People have to really like candy to be buying it like, you know, through some other party. I don't know. It's it's interesting that there'd be that much of a markup that you can make money off that. And you have to be buying a pretty pretty big bulk. Uh, Steve, yeah. wouldn't the smartest thing for Pop Rocks to do, if this was such a rumor that was destroying them, to be like to make a Pop Rocks commercial with the kid from the Life commercial? Jay, so you're thinking exactly like Pop Rocks executives. Okay. They tried to do that. Yeah. But the kid had... Uh, contract with life oh my god or whatever that ran through like the 80s because they were still airing the commercial <laughs> oh my god. and they said to like the kid's parents if he goes and does this other ad then we're going to stop airing his life ad <laughs> and i guess there's probably making a ton of money from the life ad still yeah so they're like all right yeah we're not doing the pop rocks ad oh my god they spent $500,000 in newspaper ads saying Pop Rocks would make you burp and not kill you. And oh it didn't God. work. They literally <laughs> went out of business in two years. Oh Wild. Also, life yeah, cereal I, kind of sucks, yeah. but keep going. Uh, well, I guess they came back somehow. Okay. But, you know, the original Pop Rocks guys, they... They lost it. No, they lost saying, their ass. I was saying life cereal sucks. Life cereal sucks. I'm never eating it again. No. They killed Pop Rocks. Yeah, they killed Pop Rocks. So, okay, so they go out of business, and then and then what? Uh, I don't know. Some rich guy was like, we need more Pop Rocks. Yeah. And Mikey, the life cereal guy, checked up on him. He is still in advertising, but he's like a... Uh, in management for an ad okay. sales company or something. Okay, shit. so he's ended up surviving the, <laughs> the yeah the, the Pop Rocks fiasco. He should have just tried he's, it just to try it at that point. Oh, he's had Pop Rocks. He got interviewed and he said like him and his friends would eat Pop Rocks, not worried about it because he was alive and they knew he was alive. <laughs> they were the only ones keeping him in business for as long as they were. Yeah, and like he had a thing of Pop Rocks in his desk when like he was like 50 now and he just had a thing of Pop Rocks. I guess these things are funny or something. That's hilarious. Yeah, I so I'll tell you where this came from, Steve. So I was in uh, Steamboat, Colorado last week and we went to this restaurant and there was a creme brulee that we had that Ooh. had, it was a Thai tea. So Thai is in the country, Thailand, tea. Which mm-hmm. is, if people have never had Thai tea, next time you go to a Thai, a Thai restaurant, order a Thai tea. It's my favorite tea. It's kind of an orangish color. And 
They usually have like a, a milk or cream in it, which is also probably why I like it. But it's a Tai Chi creme brulee, and then on top it has uh, like salted Pop Rocks on top. Oh. So then we were thinking like, oh, this is kind of, Pop Rocks are kind of crazy. Like it, there is a wow factor to Pop Rocks. Uh, There's a big wow factor. Yeah. And I, I could totally see how it's an early thing, but it's also never a candy. If like I were to go, if I go to a store and I would buy a thing of candy, it's almost never the candy I'm buying, even though I enjoy it. It's yeah. So I could see it being a big thing where either way, like people, it's a big thing at first. Oh, you got to try these. You got to try these. And it's like, I'm not picking that over some candy bar or some Skittles or something like that. Most Say, of the time. you got to work in ad sales because that's exactly what the executive said. <laughs> They said they real after the first year they also realized it was like a novelty item yeah. that people are gonna like, you know, try and then not really still consume. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, Jay, you got to get into candy sales. They were doomed. Yeah, dude, get me in. So if somebody's got a hookup for candy sales. I'm all in. I enjoy candy. I'll uh, I'll sell the hell out of it. I'll call today. You call now. I, uh, Pat. What are your thoughts on Pop Rocks? Oh, do you actually care? Yeah, I care. I care. I had them as a kid. They were nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I I wonder what uh in in this article the executive from Pop Rocks, he mentioned that people would feed them to their dogs and oh. do all kinds of other stuff with the Pop Rocks. I want to know what other stuff could we do? Oh my god. Wink. Well, wink, wink. When you, when you, yeah, when you phrase it that way, obviously people are thinking something sexual, but I, there's, there's, yeah, be, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> what would, <laughs> I want, uh, <laughs> it's a dangerous game. I got a couple questions. I got a couple questions about yeah. Pop Rocks. And if you put them in some places, what would happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Maybe I do some experimenting to get back to us, but, I mean, you got to be careful for guys like, you know, the life kid. He could have died. Uh, just because he didn't doesn't mean he couldn't have. Oh, burning and itching sensations. You go to the ER. Okay. Do not stick up uh, Pop Rocks in any orifice other than your mouth. Yep. That, I'm just, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Perfect. Okay. Uh, let's let's get to some emails here. Chupsip.podcast at gmail.com. We got one from Chubstep Nick, resident libero. It says, weird email incoming. Dear Patricia, I hope you savored the last Snapchat that I sent you. I hope you enjoyed the most recent Instagram message from me. From this moment forward, there will be no more social media content delivered to your accounts from yours truly. Henceforth, I will be diverting all messages to a combination of Paul and Uncle Frank. These two individuals seem the most compatible for my weird interests. It has been a pleasure, but we have to go our separate ways now. Chubstep Nick, resident libero. Pat, please comment, Pat. I'm sorry. My name's not Patricia. I didn't know that was directed yeah. at me. <laughs> I, didn't you somehow, uh, I think somehow you scorned him or maybe in insulted him you said he said i said sometimes he sends me things i don't understand that's all i said and then i may have been on a line said he's kind of a weird guy but (laughs) at the same time that's just my segment hey i'm just saying yeah (laughs) so 
that has led to now all Uncle Frank and Paul will now get all of his messages. Who's Uncle Frank? Uh, Uncle Frank was in, it was a guy I was talking about like two weeks ago, uh, one of my dad's friends, a family friend of ours that is a very interesting guy. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. And so Nick is sending your dad's friend Snapchats. <laughs> and Paul. Just so we're clear. And Paul. Yes. I mean, I think that kind of proves my point. <laughs> <laughs> okay hey you might be missing out all i'm saying is you might be missing out i don't want to i don't want to laugh too hard um yeah because nick russo will stop sending me stuff yeah too. do not i will i will not laugh but uh we always enjoy <laughs> chub step nick uh on the show and in our lives uh okay next is from chub step melanie she's been on the show before i don't want to see your penis tanzania What's news up? tanzania news she says <clears throat> oh. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. Oh, it's a uh, fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Uh, she has an article here from Forbes uh, that Tanzania President Sami Suluhu Hassan is number 94 on Forbes' World's 100 Most Powerful Women. Uh, so here's some examples of what she says. Uh, basically, she's not a COVID denier like Maga Fuli was, which is accurate. She's opened up free press a bit. And I do like that that's in parentheses because we've still seen some stuff where press has still been, uh, you know, shut down a oh, little yeah. bit, but it's it's better than it was. And says that banks need to prepare to take cryptocurrency. Woot woot. This edition of Ladies Corner brought to you by Crypto.com. The bar is very low for Tanzania presidents. You So basically somebody's coming in there and just being like, an average leader, or, you know, somebody that's not insane is now all of a sudden, you know, that puts you on the top list of people. I, it's a huge change. Hence why there's been less, there's almost no news about the president anymore because it's not, <laughs> there's no wild stuff going on. <laughs> right. I mean, that just tells yeah. you how good of a job she's doing. It's like, I don't have a crazy thing to say about her all the time. Unlike my Fuli. Yeah. I mean, she did do that weird soccer team thing where she said nobody wanted to have sex with a soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Called him flat chested. That yeah. was a little weird. That part was odd. That part was odd. She so, learned from that, though. I think she learned. From she that. learned, and that's why she's not higher up on this list. Um, <laughs> that's probably why she's not ninety three or ninety two because of those comments. And they did leave that off of this Forbes article. But I think it is interesting that just by being not as you know, she she's doing a good job, a good enough job that I'm not hearing stuff about her in the news every week. So that is, and it's cool to see. Her like Michael would have never been on top most, you know, hundred male. Um, it's cool to see that she's doing some good stuff and is now able to be on on that list because she's stepping it up. Pat, do you have thoughts? I know you don't normally have uh, thoughts on Tanzania, but Chubstep Melanie is a friend of yours. Yes, I just want to say I appreciate the content. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, so that uh, was there something else you guys want to get to first. I do have a. Uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review. Hi, hi, hi. 
I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He oh. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay, this is a new one, guys. This is 2021. So as I've been going through these Jeff Goldblum movies, there's been, uh, you know, all these guys. I always check back on the older ones we've done. And Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's been coming out with new movies. He's got quite a few things out now that I haven't done. One of them being from 2021, The Boss Baby Family Business. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you had to watch that whole movie. Oh my god! It's uh, I believe it is the third in the Boss Baby series, <laughs> starring Alec Baldwin as Boss Baby, Ted cool. slash Ted, uh, James Marston, uh, James Marston. People will know as I think he was Superman. Yeah, he's a Superman in a lot of things, and Cyclops in X Men, in the original X Men's or from you know from two thousand. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, then there is Amy Sedaris. She's a comedian, you know her. Uh, Eva Longoria, Jimmy Kimmel, Lisa Kudrow. And then, of course, Mr. Jeff Goldblum. With Jeff Goldblum. Now, Jeff Goldblum plays Dr. Armstrong. He is a main character. I would say he's, he's one of the main characters in this. And he is playing the villain. The concept of this movie... And this is pretty highbrow, so those people with uh, low IQ is probably just start tuning out right now because you're not going to understand this. But essentially, uh, Dr. Armstrong, played by Jeff Goldblum, is training kids to run the world because they don't need parents anymore. So they're basically going to be brainwashing the parents to become zombies and so that kids can run everything. Because kids, they've taught kids how to code now and kids how to do surgeries and kids how to do, or babies how to do basically everything that adults can do. So now they don't need adults anymore. Babies or kids? Uh, it's kind of both, honestly. It's uh, There's a baby and then there's a little bit above baby that people can talk. And they're both kind of lumped into this group of just basically anything below adults is now uh, safe. And anything above adults, you are going to be uh, a zombie if Jeff Goldblum has his way. Oh. Yeah, playtime is over. That's the log line for this. So uh, basically, this takes place in the future where Boss Baby is an adult, and so is Tim. Those are the two main characters, I believe, of the first one. I haven't seen the first or second Boss Baby, so I was trying to pick up on things uh, from that. But uh, they are now adults, but then they can take a potion, some sort of thing in a baby bottle that turns them back into a baby. So they need to be they need to become babies so they can infiltrate uh, the baby school that is teaching babies to become like adults uh, and take over the parents. So, yeah. Okay. So the old Alec Baldwin is no longer a baby. He's an old person, 
and now he's on old person team. He's fighting against babies. No, because he goes. No, no, because he doesn't. His his uh, niece, who is a baby, is able to talk to him and says there's some bad stuff going on. So he turns back into a baby to fight the babies. To fight the uh, the leader Jeff Gold to fight Jeff Goldblum in turning all of the babies against. Is the Jeff Goldblum a baby or is he an adult? See, that's the thing. Actually, here's a spoiler, and I'm going to show you right now. Jeff Goldblum is looks like an adult, uh, but he's actually a baby that is a has a mechanized robot thing around him, so he looks like an adult. Oh my god! <laughs> this movie is. Uh... <laughs> They, I person don't know. just drops acid and writes a kid's movie. <laughs> this is what happens when they're just like, hey, uh, we already have a budget for you to make. Like, we already got enough budget to make three of these Boss Baby movies. Uh, go <laughs> ahead and just make it because <laughs> these kids aren't going to notice. Uh, it's This movie is bad. Uh, I, I Again, I've heard good things about the first Boss Baby. I actually heard really good things. And I didn't see that one. I should have seen that one. Because I just skipped right to this one, and now I have a bad taste in my mouth about Boss Baby. Pat, do you have any thoughts on Boss Babies or babies doing adult things? No. Zero thoughts. Okay. Uh, because one of the lessons in this is you don't want to grow up too fast. Aww. So. Well, you, you grew up pretty fast. Look how tall you are. That's true. That's a good point. One thing I will say with this is... I, as far as baby movies are concerned, I prefer a classic from my youth, which was Baby Geniuses. I don't know if either. I don't think I ever saw that. Never saw that either of you. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I think I actually did, Jared, but I just don't remember what happened. Yeah, it's probably better you didn't. I did watch it recently, and it's ridiculous. But at least that one was more entertaining than this. Like. I, again, this is another one of those movies where I'm not really sure who it's written for. Like, it's it's probably written for kids because it's about babies. Uh, but it also has, so like, some a lot of adult references, but they're just, like, shitty references that aren't funny. And, like, like I, I don't know. Like, adults aren't going to enjoy this because the references are not good. And it's not well written. And then kids are just, like, I, I don't know if it's just maybe they just like it because they do these stupid faces. Uh, and they have the big eyebrows and stuff. I don't know. I just don't get it. I think sometimes you just got to stop. Pixar, you got to stop sometimes. So, bottom tier for me. Bottom tier, Jeff Goldblum for me. <clears throat> A Randy Quaid on the Independence Day movie review scale. I'm Fly. I'm Pilot. Fair, fair review for Boss Baby. Thank you. Okay, anything else somebody wants to get to? Yeah, I get a, get a quick little thing here. Um... So my girlfriend sent me a clip okay, and said caught. And I listened to it and there was somebody talking about uh, like sucking toes or like having a foot fetish. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, why'd you send me that? She's like, that's you on Subset <laughs> Podcast. What? <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, that didn't sound like me at all. She listens to it in two times speed. Oh. And it was just so sped up, I I had no idea that it was even me. And so I, I want your thoughts on two times speed podcast. Yeah. I, 
if I don't recognize this me, I mean, my comedic timing's got to be all like way off when the, you listen to it on two times speed. Yeah. Now, there are certain pauses in this podcast that are just like, hey, we can't think of something to say. So yeah, we're like editing. You know, yeah. pay us a hundred grand a year each. We'll take the pauses out. Yeah, I'll take the pauses. Not until then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not doing it for free. So I, yeah, but some pauses are like necessary and actually add comedic. You know, it's all timing, right? They talk about a lot of comedy is timing. Now. That is completely changed at two times speed. The voices are changed. If Pat's doing yeah. one of his famous accents, that's going to be thrown off by two times speed. Howdy, partner. It will. Yeah. And also, we're on the phone. Most of the time, we're like we're on the phone, and there's a little delay. So yes. I think naturally, when like we do talk, we usually wait like an extra half second or something for the person to finish. Yeah. And then it, because like it's whatever distance. I, I did a let's go back to the speed signs on phones. How phones work. Um, if you want to know uh, about time delays. Yeah. All right. We're not perfect. Agreed. But I would listen to a podcast yeah. two speed. I've only known one other person that does that. Uh, this guy I used to work with, and he listened on like one and a half, and even that was just kind of, it just it throws off how the person sounds, and it just throws it off for me. But I mean, is it a way more efficient way of listening to something? Like you're obviously getting the information, a you know time and a half faster or two times faster. You can get through more podcasts in, in a shorter amount of time, but it just I don't yep. I just don't enjoy listening to it as much. You're not getting the value. Like the only other one I listened to, if that was on two times, it would be like. That's kind of, it's like a funny one, but I wouldn't even get like half the jokes or half the whatever. Yeah. All the, I don't know. It's comedy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Pat, what are your thoughts on this? I have never considered listening to a podcast at any other speed other than normal speed. So I don't really understand. He's a purist. Yeah. I respect it. I do respect that. I respect the hell out of that. Well, uh, interesting. I would say as long as she's, as long as people are listening, we always appreciate that. Secondly, uh, punishment, because I have to deal out punishments. Now you have to listen to one extra episode every week. That makes sense. Yeah. She'll do it. (laughs) Even though there's only one episode a week, (laughs) there needs to be one extra episode a week. <laughs> we'll make a secret one for um our five dollar a month Patreons. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Which so we have we have thousands of, but I keep all the money. I uh well, we can wrap it up there. I want to talk a little bit next week. Um I was gonna maybe talk a little bit some chub history. Uh, I've been thinking about some things that have just like random uh, Chubstep history things. Not to do with Chubstep, just I'm going to be talking about on Chubstep. Coming up, some Chicago stuff. Also, some just disasters. Also, uh, I recently watched the Beanie Baby documentary, Beanie Mania. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. and just Because uh, I think we all were around when Beanie Baby, the craze, was was real. I had a so, couple. Yeah, I also had a couple. So I'll talk a little bit about that next week as well. Um, People can email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com and find us uh, to rate us on Spotify. I saw that there's a Spotify rating that you can do now. And if you haven't done that, it's actually a bad thing. So you're going to want to do that now. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, Steve's doing it right now. Rate us on Spotify. I'm I'm doing it right now. I have no idea whatever it does, but just... uh, I didn't even notice it was it's on like there. Liking your own profile picture, Steve. <clears throat> I every time I post on Chubstep Instagram, I like it from Chubstep Podcast, and then I go back to my. 
personal one, and I like it on that. Get the yeah. ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. It's like when Chubb Step Podcast likes Jared's pictures and Tommy Showbiz likes Jared's pictures. <laughs> yeah, it just it's feeding Whoever itself. The fuck that. else. He Kurt gets Cobain. Yeah. Curd oh, <laughs> your enthusiasm. Curd your enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. Curd Cobain is good, though. Um, all right. We'll wrap it up there. New episodes every Thursday. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.